This is a Friend, a podcast about the work of Jeff Lemire, by a fan and his long-suffering wife. I'm Jamie. I'm Edna. And on this episode, we're going to be continuing our dip into the world of Black Hammer. Dip. Dodge, dive. <laughs> it Duck. just feels like we're just kind of like, just, just sticking well, our toes in there just well, a little we bit. Well, we know, we've, you know, we've, um, we've done the whole main series. The first one in Age of Doom. Yeah. And we skipped a bunch to go straight to this one. So. I do what I want. And you can't tell me what to do. And you're not committed to doing all of the world of Black Hammer, so. <laughs> can't pin me down. It might just be a dip. <laughs> True story. And Sweet Tooth is sitting there, uh, I think, uh, you know, it's got, you got your eye on Sweet Tooth, so I'm not okay. sure how long we're going to stay here. As long as they amuse me. <laughs> always come back <laughs> yeah anyway you ready for the bite size breakdown sure here we go the issue opens with dr star talking to his sleeping son and expressing a lot of regret then we flash back to a big breakthrough dr scar dr scar dr star has <laughs> discovered intelligent life in the universe and over the concerns of his family he zooms off alone to deal with it back in the hospital his daughter-in-law comes in and loads on him and we realize that things are even worse than we knew Back in the 50s, Dr. Star meets the aliens and learns about them and their dire situation. He flies off without thinking and defeats their attacker, but its planet was too close to a black hole and it went all over interstellar on him. When he gets back, 18 years have passed. Back in modern day, he goes to a bar and we see some old faces. Then he announces that he's back and he's going to science his son back to health. <laughs> science his son back to health. <laughs> Some of us would say, yeah, he'll give him medicine. Some of us would know that is not true. <laughs> That's not real science. Real science requires you have like a hurricane lamp that you sling at people. I don't know. Anyway. He's going to use science. <laughs> science. Oh, yeah. It's real good. It's going to blind him with science. That's an old person reference. Oh. Also, the interstellar reference in the breakdown was for the listeners. It's not for you. That's good, because I didn't pick up on it. Yeah, I can't get you to watch that movie. Sorry, it looks like it might be sad. It's amazing. Sad. Bro, my favorite movies are like Caddyshack. Like, why would I want to watch <laughs> Interstellar? I'm a highbrow kind of girl. <laughs> you liked Inception? I did. But, like, it's not like I'm going to be like, let's watch that again. I did ball like a baby at the end of Interstellar. <laughs> I don't do crying movies. If it's going to make me cry, I'm not there for that. I'm there for entertainment. Entertainment leaves a smile, not tear-stained faces. Cried like a baby. A hungry, angry baby. Hungry, <laughs> angry baby. I want to be a happy, satisfied baby. <laughs> one that's giggling a little bit, playing with the toys, taking a nappy nap, eating my cheeky naggies. I think we got off track. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I have to get you watching the show, though. Ugh. It might be the best Nolan movie. I'm not sure. Anyway, Q&A. Okay. <laughs> Do you like Dr. Star anymore now? Um, because he feels bad about being a douchebag? Because that's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. The thing is, how do I put this? So, like, he did these horrible things. 
he was a horrible dad. He was a horrible husband. Uh, he was a hero. Uh, and I think that in real life, we understand that a lot of times these types of people, these heroes, these ones that put themselves out there really are horrible to the people close to them. Uh, they kind of have to be to do the things that they do. They have to put others first so much so that their family usually gets sidelined because their stuff just isn't as important, I guess, as, as whatever they're doing, their hero work. Um, and that's what he has done. That's who he is. And so you're like, yeah, that's really sorry. It's, it's sad that he did those things. He was not the greatest dad. He was a horrible dad. Um, and then you're like, yeah, he's really sorry for it. And that's good. So has he learned his lesson? It, no, because what's he going to do? He's going to science him healthy again. He's doing the exact same thing that he did to get in the mess in the first place. That's how he's going to fix it. I mean, maybe he does. I don't know. But have we learned anything? No, no, we have not really learned anything. We've learned that mistakes were made. <laughs> no, I made a mistake. Mistakes were made is what we've learned. I do think that the the time frame there matters because I think what we expected of dads in the 50s is different than what we expect of dads now. I guess, but it's not like it was written in the 50s, though. I know, but it was set in the 50s. And I think in 1951, I don't think a lot of dudes were taking their kids to work with them. And so he's at least got his, what's his name, Billy? I don't remember his name. Charlie, isn't it? Charlie, yeah, it's Charlie. He's got, he's got Charlie's observatory with him. Um, he's not paying super close attention to him, but I mean... Uh, for the 50s, you know? I don't know. No. There's probably worse dads. Yeah, but I bet there's better. Probably. 100% better. Probably, yeah. Also, he says he didn't give Charlie cancer, and I get that. Also, I kind of thought he gave Charlie cancer myself. <laughs> I know, I thought that was very serious. <laughs> yeah. But my, I've got a question about that, though. Like, So he was a little kid when he went on his 18-year excursion there. When he came back... You know, Joni was already really old, and the kid was nowhere in sight. So, like, how he wasn't around him that much with the radiation. He was off in World War II, or he was off in space. Maybe that's why he uh, was later getting the cancer. Maybe it took more time to develop. But, I mean, know, he wasn't around. around. I don't think he got the kid back. Also, he was gone for 18 years. Charlie's an adult. Who's to say that had he have been there, they wouldn't have been in a place to get cancer? Odds are good if they both had cancer. It was either genetic or something in the area no. gave it to them. Um, no, I was, I mean, I was interested with you. Then I, I had forgotten about the, how, how long he was gone. It's like, well, he was gone for the most of the kid's life. I mean, how? Yeah, but there are cancers that take a long time to develop. Um we live in cancer country. No, I, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm just saying yeah. he, wasn't, he wasn't around enough to expose him to it very often is what I'm saying. Like I don't he know. Was, he was in his workshop, whatever you call it. Yeah, but lab. Like, I mean, but he got the power and then like left World War II like immediately. And that's with 51, so he's been back for a few years. And then he's gone for 18 years. The kid's an adult. Gone. I mean... Yeah, but the kids maybe he didn't give him cancer. flying around his giant telescope. I know, also, so. we're arguing over if he gives him cancer or not. <laughs> this is where we are in our life. Well, that was actually the next question. <laughs> do, you, do you think he's responsible for all the cancer? <laughs> Probably, one yeah. way or the other. Yes, I feel yeah. like he is. Yeah, I, I think there was a chance, but also I was like, you know, he was just 
gone all the time. I get that. I've, I'm just not giving him as much credit, I guess. He's not Abraham Slam, but he's, um, like, I don't, I don't dislike him as much as I disliked Abe. But also, I'm not going to give him any credit as a father. <laughs> I just, I've seen, like, a lot of stuff about, like, you know, what parenting was like in the 50s. It's like, you know... I'm not sure he was that far beyond, like, the average. I guess. I love that he, um, I gotta flip to it. I gotta find it. Uh, where his son says, but why can't I come too? And he's like, you know, this is the biggest mission in human history. It's no place for a child. And I'm like, you're nothing but a man child at this moment. (laughs) I think if you could go, he can go too. (laughs) I also think he's right, though. You should be taking a kid on a thing like that. You don't know if he's gonna be... He, I mean, he kind of is, but really, with all of the choices that he's made in his life, slap a suit on the kid and take him with you. (laughs) Take your little hurricane lantern and shoot anything that comes at him. It'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) So what'd you think of the aliens? Uh, they were a little, I don't know. I didn't like this weird eyeball face they had. It was real ooky. The eyeballs are down below their mouth nose thing. I don't even know what's happening there. They look like they reminded me of Oogie Boogie from um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas in their little sacks with their big old eyeball. I guess it's not an eyeball. It's you like can throw shade at nose all you want. I'll throw all the Burton shade. I've never watched Nightmare Before Christmas all the way through. Um, Look up Oogie Boogie sometime. I don't need to. It's fine. Oh. Bro. Tim Burton's just odd. I didn't have a goth phase, but if we'd have had a hot topic, I probably would have. That's all I'm saying. That's one of the downsides of being in Appalachia in the 1990s. You had to drive out of it to find uh, combat boots and um, black t-shirts, really. Just saying. So sad. We got sidetracked again. <laughs> Go ahead with your next question. <laughs> uh, I thought it was interesting how like they were this like peaceful race that never didn't know anything about war. I thought he they were gonna have him teach it like for a split second before he explained it. I was yeah. like, oh no, he's gonna teach him how to fight. And this is gonna be awful. He's gonna nuke the place. Could have been like a magnificent seven situation. Let's teach the villagers how to defend themselves. Yeah, let's not. Let's not teach the villagers that. <laughs> That was a pretty cool uh, space dragon there, he fought. Uh, that was my favorite part. He was pretty great looking. He was like some kind of dragon amiibo mer thing. I don't know what he was, but I liked I thought it. it was like more the, because um, um, you know, like a, you're, the, Euro- dandelions. The, like the European style dragons tend to be like real chonky. Chonky. Whereas like the Chinese dragons are more like the long, you know, serpent looking. I thought, I thought it had kind of a, a Chinese dragon looking thing to it yeah also a plant it looks like a plant i like it i'm not mad about it i, I think it's more like fish fins it's like a fish but it also looks like a plant like it just maybe it's everything it's surrounded by i don't know it's a little bit of everything and i'm not mad about it i had a good time i would want to fight that if i had a hurricane lantern that could blow things up <laughs> all right do you think he's going to succeed in sciencing charlie back to health I honestly don't, because he's got to learn his lesson sometime. Uh, I think that what he needs to do is he needs to get his relationship with Charlie back in line. 
uh, all he's going to end up doing is finding another black hole and things are going to go wrong. <laughs> he won't really, but also. Well, I do, I do think that um, knowing what we know about the rest of the, the main series and when this is set, because I think we've got a pretty good idea when it's set now. This is this is in the 90s um, because Skulldigger's on TV and um, Gail's still around and she's not, they've not went to the farm yet and all that kind of jazz. And right. she's a good bit younger than she was before they went yeah. to the farm. And so this is well before he helps Lucy. And he's he's a, I mean, he's an older but man then, but he's also a humbler man. Yeah, he you can tell things have not went all that well for him. Yeah. But he seems like a sweet old man in the other shows. And yeah. while he does kind of hear too, like you can still, you feel that older back history that he's talking about. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. Like he just needs, he, I guess he needs this. I don't know. Uh, I did find it interesting. I'm, I read it in two different places. I read it on the iPad and read it in print form in this book. Um, the book does not have covers. It just has the, the actual inside of the the issue. Uh, but there are covers and uh, things on the iPad one. And apparently we're getting ready to get a group of uh, Dr. Stars. And I'm like, really, bro? We're going to have a posse. When your kid was back home, you're going to go get a whole crew. Is that... Oh, you've got more. Never mind. <laughs> No, it's fine. Keep going. I'm not. I'm not talking. I'm gonna let you ask your questions. No, you. I mean, we're on the same wavelength here. You. You. You keep going ahead to where the questions are going. So good. Uh, it's like we've been married for years or something. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like he just has this whole group that's gonna go help him science his son. But like, did it just pop out of nowhere? Or has he had these the whole time? Like, he can't even have a relationship with his son, but he can sure bring other people. He couldn't have brought his son into it? Oh, give me a break. Okay. Did so. you notice the one on his left? It's one of those people that he didn't know war. He's a stupid alien. <laughs> one of the peaceful ones that didn't yeah. know war. Yeah, he's just a stupid alien, and he never thought, let's bring my son into this. Maybe we can bond some. <laughs> no, we're busy letting him go have cancer while I run around the stars. Okay. I have no time for poor father figures. I'm sorry. Well, um, I am a father, and uh, we make mistakes. You do, but you don't like this. You're not <laughs> running off into the galaxy going, I'll be right back. I don't have time for you. I have more important things to do, yeah. like saving some planet of people that I've never met and don't know, but I'm definitely going to save them. I'll be gone for 18 years. I'll see you when you can drink. I like what? Yeah. I, th- I think though that the the longer that I've I've been a dad, and it's just probably true of all parents, not just fathers, but um, I think we all have regrets and we all make mistakes, and so um, I, 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 Jamie probably just shouldn't have been a dad. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> um, I, I mean, it seems like he, he really cared about his son, but just didn't know how to be a dad. He loved his son, but there was a point in time where he loved other things more. Yeah. And that is not a healthy thing. That is not a good way. Well, that goes back to the thing in the 50s with different expectations. If you, if you, I mean, in terms of 50s fatherhood and 50s manhood, he was doing a good job. I mean, look, look at how much he's improved his family's house and their um, standard of living is much higher than it was in, in the, the previous time frame. And, so, and, you know, his family was taken care of, they were being provided for, and that's what you were supposed to be. And it's the 1950s husband and father. You were the provider. That was your job. 
And so in terms of, of that time and era, he was doing a good job. Um, but he was neglecting their emotional needs and he was neglecting just their time that they needed him and he wasn't there. And I, I think at that time frame, there, there wasn't as much awareness of those needs of your family. Maybe, but I think that those parents were out there. Like, I don't think it's some magical thing that we've come up with in the no, last yeah. 20 years. Yeah, I'm just saying like the expectations are different. Now, now we expect different yeah. things from husbands and fathers than we did then. But he... That's true. I'm that not letting him off the hook. He was not a good dad. Right. I, I just said he should probably shouldn't have had kids. Yeah, those were <laughs> expectations. But he was already, before the kid was ever born, like he had goals. He had certain things that took priority. Like um, Albert Einstein, he had priorities. And his family, they were not a priority. It was just because that's who he was. Like, there yeah. were expectations, but also... He took them to the next level. Yeah, Doctor Star was. I mean, I mean, tease. I guess the modern sort of way we talk about it. He's a career-oriented person, like, but also in like in right. an extreme way. Yeah. That leads him to the complete neglect. Agreed. Yeah, that's where he is in his life, uh, and can't seem to let it go. I'm gonna science the crap out of that. <laughs> Are you still digging the art? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh. I've had a good time with it. I didn't recognize Gail, of course. I was like, I knew when he said Gail that that's who it was, but also wouldn't have recognized her. Um, but for the most part, it's been a good time. I thought the space stuff really shone this time. Yeah, I like a lot of his faces. Yeah. Uh, sometimes though, Charlie's wife or her eyeballs look a little like they're staring in two different directions. But um, other than that, no, it was. It was pretty good. Well, I think that she's got, I mean, I I think having Jimmy around gives her crazy eyes. <laughs> real angry. Yeah, she's real angry. As she again. should be. If yeah, I I'm were, not, if not I were her, wrong. yeah, if I were her, I would have laid him out on the floor, old man or no. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying she's wrong. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean. Yeah, sure. Also, I love the way Wingman looks. <laughs> He's precious. I would like to hang out with him a little bit. He's just such a cute little man with his little ruddy ring wings that are just like <sniffs> so cute. But if you remember though, like in the in the flashback to World War Two in the previous issue, he was like, you know, swole guy just wearing bandoliers and not much else. Yeah. <laughs> he's this little wispy old man. Yeah, he's just so cute. Looks like he's in his little work uniform. He's so, <laughs> just adorable. Um, yeah. All right. Are you still digging this series? Yeah. This has been a good time. It's good stuff. Yeah, I want to know uh, how he deals with it. Uh, but I know I'm going to be angry uh, when I see this whole group of star helpers out there. Whew. Dude, learn your lesson. He's, I know he's going to, but also, sooner rather than later, guy. So the thing is, is like, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm a Marvel guy. Anybody that's listening to Graphic Novel and Nerds knows I'm a Marvel guy. Um, but I have two soft spots in the DC realm. Um, Batman is the big one. Mm-hmm. But I have this weird love and fascination with the Green Lanterns. Yeah. And the whole Green Lantern cores, especially when they're off in outer space. Not as much when they're on Earth, but I just, the whole space cop thing, I just love. And that is just such a Green Lantern core cover for issue three that I kind of like, you know, there's probably not a lot of good decisions leading to that. Mm-hmm. But also it's like, it's like Green Lantern core. So I'm kind of sad about it. You know, Dr. Star reminds me a little bit of Don Knotts. 
It's the hair. Don Knotts and Mr. Lampet. Yeah. Yeah. It is the hair and the narrow. <laughs> We're going Danny K last week and Don Knotts this week. Oh, no, we did. <laughs> it's not intentional. <laughs> I can't help it that my mind uh, goes there to Danny K, Don Knotts, and Caddyshack. It's been my life. Podcasting for the elderly. <laughs> when we get come. <laughs> We gotta bring in all the audience. <laughs> oh no, I can't help it. I promise I'm not that much older than you. <laughs> it's fine. Being a librarian ages you. You're literally like five months older than me, but your references are 40 years older than mine. <laughs> or more. Oh no. I'm going with Interstellar and you're going with Danny Kane and Don Knotts. Oh, the incredible Mr. Limpy. That's what you're going with. Old movies and video games, they're all I know. (laughs) You know what? I think we're done here. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Good night.